Hello and welcome to the Cinnamon Network International Adventure. My name's Matt Bird, the founder of this global family. I'm delighted to have as my special guest today, Phil Inglis, uh, a leader of the Salvation Army Church in Illawarra in New South Wales, Australia. Phil, it's great to have you with me today. Welcome. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. Tell us a little bit about you and your work in, in, in Illawarra. Certainly. So I've been uh, appointed by the Salvation Army to the Illawarra approximately six years ago. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I are the co-leaders of the church, and we have an extensive involvement in the community in terms of um, drug and alcohol recovery work and counsellors and psychology staff. We have an extensive um, social service arm which distributes food. And we also run a cafe and conference centre uh, in our city. So we're yeah, pretty involved with all sorts of people. Yeah, but also you're very involved in a uh, region-wide network called Together for Illawarra. Is that the name of That's it? That's right, Together for the Illawarra. Yes. And so uh, this group tell, tell us about who's involved with that. I mean, how many churches, how long has it been going? Certainly. So Together for the Illawarra came out of a Illawarra prayer breakfast, which generally has two to 300 guests um, once a year. And out of that, um, a group of the senior pastors of the area got together, so about 70. And out of that group, they decided to make three strategic um, imperatives for the region, prayer, evangelism, and community service and community outreach. Paul Bartlett and myself were somehow nominated as leaders of the community service and community outreach, which is where we came to meet you and uh, started to get involved with Cinnamon and the Cinnamon Faith Action Audit. Yeah, well, it's amazing. I mean, Cinnamon Network Australia just began to emerge uh, last year. Uh, and now we are, we exist. We've got a national director. We're a legal entity in Australia and we're rocking and rolling, which is really exciting. And we are so thrilled that uh, the leaders, yourself uh, and Phil and others in the Illawarra have been real pioneers in working with us uh, to support the churches across your region to measure their collective social impact to evidence that, that faith is a force for good. And just this week, Phil, you launched the results of the Faith Action Audit. It's amazing. We did. It was serendipitous. It all just came together really, really well, us and, and Cinnamon. And um, we, our, our paths collided. And now we have the report that we've been looking forward to for a year or so. Uh, it's been an incredible journey and uh, one which I have personally enjoyed. Perhaps I've probably even enjoyed the journey a little bit more than the report itself. I, I spent my time visiting many of the other faiths. You know, the, the churches were great and they're excited and involved, but I uh, somehow self-nominated myself to go and visit the Buddhist temples and the, the Muslim mosques and, and places like that. And I had a great time doing that as well. So we, we made some great relationships. We made great links um, between our denominations and oh, it's just been so good. Yeah. I mean, Cinnamon always emphasizes that one of our three core ways of working is that we do with and alongside, not to or for. So we don't turn up in any city and say, oh, we can do a Cinnamon Faith Action Audit for you because that's not how it works. Because actually, as you've said, Phil, the journey is as important as the destination because it's the relationships you build along the way. Well, I'd love to come back to all of that in a moment, but I'd love to, to jump forward to the headline number and, and just uh -huh. ask you 
comment on it because the Cinema Faith Action Audit in the Illawarra shows that the churches and other faith groups contribute 9.7 million Australian dollars a year to the region. I mean, yeah, that's, that's incredible, isn't it? Yeah. And, and the population is around 300,000 people. That's right. That's right. And that 9.7 million is a, is a conservative estimate. You know, we, we went through and we had a look at the methodology and we saw that um, we really only counted the hours given in volunteers or work hours. And those work hours were calculated according to the minimum wage, which, you know, hopefully not everyone's getting. But, you know, the, and the conservative estimate is 9.7 million. It doesn't include the buildings. It doesn't include the food that we give away or the, the phone calls, the telephone expenses, all those other sorts of bits and pieces. It doesn't include any of that. 9.7 million to our community. And, uh, you know, we celebrate that and we really, really enjoyed that. Um, it's, it's, it's amazing to see some of the uh, deeper details out of the report as well, to see that material assistance is the biggest need in our community. And, you know, we're giving away food and things like that. That's great. We, we kind of knew that. But to see that the second biggest um, activity grouping is to visit, is visiting, you know, and we live in an, an area and a time of where loneliness is a true epidemic and to see that churches and other faith-based organizations have risen to to address that problem is just incredible i didn't know that um i think it was catholic care and uniting care and all these other church-based organizations are involved and in addressing a problem that we'd seen and we'd prayed about and so on and so now we have the great opportunity of going to these guys and saying right how do you do that can we help and can we do this together and really, really tackle loneliness in our society? Just brilliant. Loneliness was a pandemic before COVID-19. That's right. And it hasn't made before, it any better. Before the invention <laughs> of social distancing, uh, which I don't believe right. in, by the way. I think we should practice spatial distancing, not social distancing. The last thing we yeah, need in a lonely world is more social distancing. We need more social intimacy, but at a safe distance. Yeah, um, yeah. So we talk in our church about a, a building a culture of connection. Yeah. And uh, I thought that's great within our church, but to see the church is building that culture of connection out into the community is just, yeah, really, really cool. Phenomenal. Great to see. And so come back to this 9.7 million Australian dollars. I mean, the replacement cost of that. So if the church and faith groups stopped doing, I mean, they never would, but if they stopped doing what they're doing, the replacement cost actually isn't 9.7 million Australian dollars. It's, it's a multiple of that because that doesn't take into account pensions, taxes, the gift, the, the, the materials needed, and the insurances, any of the other costs. So you Absolutely. can add a factor of three or four to create a true replacement cost of all that the church and other faith groups are doing in the Illawarra. So, so Phil, what I'm really interested in now, because we always say the Cinema Faith Action Audit isn't the end of the journey, it's the beginning of the journey. Um, so right. how, how is this research going to help you um, be more transformational across uh, the region? Yeah, so our, strate our strategy from this point as Together for the Illawarra is to take this report and we'll use this report as a, as a catalyzing agent to bring together pastors in regions around the city 
in sometimes there've been ministers associations and groups that have kind of fallen apart and they're not really effective that are really made, but we'll use this as a catalyzing agent, bring them together, have a conversation about how does this look in your suburb, in your little local area, and then what difference can it make? Then on top of that, we'll be able to present to them the, the menu uh, yeah. that Cinnamon provides. And I think you'll talk about that in a moment. And we'll be able to say, look, what are the area's problems? What, how do we see ourselves fitting into this report? And then what can we do together? And uh, we're really looking forward to that. Christmas is kind of um, going to have to happen first. Uh, and then <laughs> January in Australia, everybody goes to the beach. Uh, so it'll be February uh, when schools are back. And the kids are out of the way and pastors and preachers and priests and everybody else can get together in their ministers associations and leaders associations and build uh, from there. And so we'll get to go visit and have tea and coffee and talk about the reports some more, which will be great. Yeah. And how do you think this research is going to change the perception of the church in the, in the area? How's it going to change the perception of the church with business and media and government? Um, what, 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 what do you think is going to happen? So I think it shows business that it has a place and that it has value for business and, and the marketplace in general to see something is, is not really any great until you put a figure and a value on it. Um, in our society, it, everything has to be valued uh, according to auditors and, and everything else. And so this is a great way, a great auditable way with clear methodology, with a um, clear surveys, you know, great, scientific study that we can say this is the value of faith-based organizations and therefore gives us a place at a table gives it a place where we can say look we are here we provide value uh you don't want to see us go because you know it will cost you um but we we have a value that we can actually point to and say this is scientifically this is how it we yeah. are valued. and therefore gives us the ability to speak um and it gives them does. the impetus to speak to us yeah it really does change people's perceptions. It you know, provides concrete evidence that, that faith is a force for good. You know, Absolutely. We, we are major stakeholders and contributors in civic society. So it's really exciting to see. But coming yes. back to the pastors again for a moment, Phil, um, it's great that you're going to be meeting around the city in, in, in different clusters, looking at this and asking where are the gaps? You know, we're doing all of this. We've now got a snapshot, a measurable snapshot of what we're doing. But, but where are the gaps and where's the pain? And that's, as you said, where the, the transformation journey really begins. And uh, one of the things that Cinnamon does, of course, is we offer a menu of best practice models of best practice uh, church-led community projects that, that churches can choose from. So we've got some great um, projects in uh, Australia. Uh, there's six at the moment and there's more coming through addressing issues such as domestic violence and food poverty and homelessness um, and, uh, and uh, children who are vulnerable, uh, particularly at school. Some just some great programs. And, and I'm hoping actually that out of the Illawarra might come one or two others that you might share with the rest of Australia. Because the whole point of this is let's help churches be more effective, more quickly and save each other reinventing the wheel. So I'm really excited to, to watch and see uh, what's going to happen in the Illawarra next. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited about that. One of the projects that um, I'm not sure how it's going to work, how, how much we can make it 
transportable and, and make it work in other places. But there was a group of women uh, in one of our small local churches who somehow hooked up with a refugee group and started a, a birthing and a mother support group and a um, almost a, a mother's and puberty education kind of thing. And there's all this really organic kind of stuff going on. And they're driving women to hospital and appointments and all these sorts of things. You know, refugees who, who can't drive, who struggle with English um, and really having a hard time fitting into our society and understanding how our culture works. Yeah. And um, that'd be an amazing program. And uh, we highlighted it in our launch and it'd be great to see that working in so many other communities around Australia where there are a significant refugee population. Yeah. Um, but yeah, easy pick that up, do that. Yeah, so, it's a great story, Phil, and uh, we should pick is. that up with Nick offline. If he's not already cottoned on to that, let's, let's have a word with him and uh, um, bring him into that conversation, because I think that's really, really exciting. So, yeah, so Phil, what was, what was the most challenging thing about undertaking the Cinnamon Faith Action Audit, and what was the thing that surprised you the most? So the thing that challenged you the most and the thing that surprised you the most? I think the most challenging thing was simply explaining to pastors and priests and everybody else what it was, that it was a survey and that it wasn't going to take them so much time and that it, it is, I, I don't know if I've ever had such a hard time getting someone to fill out a survey. Um, so that was, the, that was the most difficult thing, ringing around, ringing back, responding to queries, asking who the heck Phil Inglis was, um, all these sorts of things. But then the most surprising thing, therefore, was to see that 101 filled out the survey. <laughs> and um, so more than half of the churches and faith-based organisations in our city actually made the effort and put in the, the results um, into an online survey, which is absolutely incredible. And I've never seen a response rate like that from any other survey that I've tried to do. I think I might have to do something different in the way I normally do surveys, but that was pretty surprising and amazing result yeah i mean anybody anybody involved in market research if they get double figures they're thrilled but to get more than 50 percent is an incredible achievement phil yeah. uh, and it comes back to the earlier point this isn't just about survey it's about the relationships you build on the journey because that relational capital is highly valuable and often in our communities there's um, <clears throat> fragmentation and even competition between pastors. Can you believe it? <laughs> but, but actually building relationships and trust and, and in a sense, an identity of who the church is together. The church in Illawarra delivers 9.7 million Australian dollars each year of volunteer time to the community. I mean, that's a great kind of, this is who we are as the church. That's right. It's almost as though we, we took a selfie together. You know, this report is, is something that, that we've done together and we can see ourselves in it together. And uh, that does break down some of the strange political barriers that do exist between churches and people and, I don't know, a weirdo. This is, you know how it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. But Illawarra Together is a great name for the network, Phil, um, because it it's all about togetherness. Um, yeah. Phil, as we wrap up today, it's been fascinating talking to you and, and hearing how it went. Um, people are listening to this interview from all around the world and they're thinking, wow, I really want to find out more about the Cinnamon Faith Action Audit. This, this could be something that we could do that could really help accelerate 
our unity for transformation. What would you say to anybody who's thinking along those lines as they listen to this interview? How would you encourage them? I would say just do it. It's fun. It's, um, yeah, it's hard work, but it's worth every, every phone call makes a big difference. Every email you send makes a difference. Every connection point you make makes a difference and is thoroughly fulfilling um, in and of itself. And then you see the result and it's just really, really exciting. Yeah, awesome. Well, Phil, thank you. It's great to be with you on this journey. Um, you're one of the first groups that I met in Australia when I started visiting in 2019. And I'm looking forward to journeying with you over the years to come and seeing what God does through the church in Illawarra. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, have a really, really great evening. Goodbye for now. Fantastic. Thanks, Matt. Cheers. <laughs>